Okay. I don't know. I, yeah, all right. Okay. You know what? Yeah, don't worry. I'm having, a, I'm having a stroke. Don't worry about it. Okay, yeah. That's fine. Hey! Welcome, everyone, to Super Gamecast. This is our podcast about the video game industry. Here's your host, Bronson Fiore. Hi, everybody. It is Sunday, August 20th, 2023. You're listening to Super Gamecast. I am joined by the always awesome Aaron Reynolds. Hey, I'm here. I'm awake. I'm alive. Our mod mommy, wielder of the band hammer, the lovely Emily Holslander. What's up, my nerds? And then last but not least, the HR ninja himself, Jesse Pewitt. Hello. Hi. <laughs> hey. Hello. 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 <laughs> uh, how you guys doing? How was your week? Oh, we good? It was Long. good. Um, for me anyway. Uh I really embraced just like what if I just played video games and did absolutely nothing else with my life? That's the dream. That's the, dream. That's the way that to live. The dream. It was incredible. That is let me tell you going it is a dream to one day go with just full second skin, just <laughs> Yep. I'm uh I am here. I am playing World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy fourteen from when I wake up to when I go to bed. You know, this is my life now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we talk about we've been talking about that Second Skin documentary a bit recently, and I just realized there's totally going to be another documentary where all of us start, and really the the generation just before us starts retiring, and they return to mm-hmm. land parties in nursing homes. Oh yeah, totally. Like, like absolutely, like hundred percent. And and you know what? That's going to be a sweet life, man. Uh, so assuming that any of us get to nursing homes and we just don't die at work. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Does <laughs> it say, man? Uh, you're optimistic that we're getting the nursing home. I don't know. I think a lot of us. I think there's going to be so many people that are fucked with this situation that something something might happen. Maybe. Uh, yeah it's either that or like yeah because like even that giant wealth transfer that's supposedly supposed to happen Mm -hmm. is getting abused by companies who are just like yeah we'll buy we'll buy your house or we'll charge you like hella money to live in a nursing home yep Mm -hmm. you know like yeah it's it's gonna be a problem so i don't know that's how i'm gonna hold out hope is spending my last 20 years hopefully uh, just gaming, and I'm previewing uh, it now, and it's awesome. I'll Maybe probably be Street dead. Fighter 12. <laughs> Street Fighter Twelve, that's beamed directly into your eyeballs or your neck chip. That's right. <laughs> but well, think of it this way: you won't have you won't have anything else distracting you, so now you can really work on reacting. That's true. Uh, yeah, but you're also going to be old, so your reaction times are going to be worse. <laughs> you really got to predict. Shit. You have to read. <laughs> hardcore um but yeah so no i've been having a good week playing video games i awesome how about y'all um i had a really good week playing video games uh after wednesday (laughs) okay because uh so uh tori and david they got married congrats to them both they're they're a lovely uh they're a lovely couple yeah uh uh, however, uh, <laughs> I means I didn't get to play video games basically all that much. God until, damn it, Tori and David. 
I know. Uh, to be fair, they were a little bit upset about it. the Genshin Impact update came out oh, yeah. right before their wedding. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, they got shit. fucked too. All right, yeah, yeah, great. Um, yeah, I was I was out to lunch with Tori on uh, yesterday, and she's just like, I, I, they came out right before my wedding. Oh, uh, so so good, great. Um, so you know, gamers are mentally stable. People. You know, look. It's, it's just, it is what it is. <laughs> That's all I got to say about it. Um, well, um, the wedding was fun. It was a blast. Uh, so the way it went is Wednesday night, I got off work and we did a, the bachelor party. Mm-hmm. It was uh, me, David, uh, a bunch of David from San Francisco, Ray and Anthony. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, was a, that was a total blast. Uh, we went, got burgers, and then went to round one. Oh, nice. Uh, the arcade. Yeah. Uh, and then we found out, uh, and I'm going to bring this up on the Let's Play this week when he's actually here, but uh, we found out Ray has uh, Carney Magic. Oh, this uh, dude. I'm sorry, uh, what? Yeah, hold. Well, Emily, I sent, did I send you the pictures from that part of the wedding, Emily? Um, You sent me some of the photos. I don't know if it was like. Uh, yeah, okay. So, so you know those like claw machines and push the thing into the whole machines that give you like figures at round one? I see. I know where this Ray, is going. Uh, yeah, Ray, Ray <laughs> won an absurd amount of them. Nice. I'm well, glad like, we can count uh, on magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he, like it was insane. And but I'm gonna post an image in the general chat. You can throw it up on the screen for everybody. Um, yeah, like it was. And this wasn't all of them, by the way. All those plushies and his trunk; those are stuff he won too that night. Jeez. What? Yep. All those anime figures, stuff he won. Uh, all those plushies, stuff about he won. That that stack? Night. Yes. Yes. Okay, I did see that one. Jesus Christ! Yes. And oh. he and the funny thing is, is after that picture was taken, he won about five more figures and like three more plushies. That's ridiculous. What? All right. Yep. Well, again, I'm a little surprised they didn't kick you guys out. I know after a certain well, point, this is <laughs> yeah. know, round one is not a casino, but it's oh, close. and they're like. There's a ton of videos on on TikTok and YouTube of people getting kicked out after they win like three or four figures. Oh yes, I totally seen a video. So yes, I'm surprised that he he got that far. Uh, um, well, we know people who work at Round One, and that's not why he got away with it. It's our theory is they aren't paid enough to care. Exactly. That's probably true too. Exactly. Um, they they they. So according to uh, the last person I talked to, the people who work there make like nine dollars an hour. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. I'm not. Do- who cares? Um, yeah. so wait, so he got that all for himself? Uh, so, uh, what, a couple went to Tori for the wedding, mm-hmm. um, and then, uh, he gave me a plush that I ended up giving to Ren. Okay. Um, uh, Tor- uh Tori's, um, uh, maid of honor. Nice. So, right. yeah. Cool. You know, it, that was a good time. Uh, after that, we had the wedding the next morning. All right. uh, which was, or not the next one, the next afternoon. Next morning, I had to go play taxi and take uh, David and most of the groomsmen to the venue, which was at the planetarium. And then uh, I had to get, you know, I got ready with, you know, my girlfriend who was also in the wedding party. And she looks really know. cute, by the way. 
She did. She looked fantastic. She looked absolutely gorgeous. Um, and, uh, you know, we enjoyed the wedding. The ceremony was nice and short. It wasn't like one of those painfully long ceremonies. It was uh, nice and indoors. Which kind I'm of wedding. a big fan. Yeah. What? My kind of wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Big fan. Big, big fan. Um, so, so yeah, it was, it was, it was one of those things where, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. <laughs> like right, it was, cool. uh, reception happened and the reception was also a fun time. Uh, right, you know, we did, we did the standard take pictures thing, mm-hmm. uh, from one of the pictures, uh, we did the final fantasy 14, like this pose for their for the for the you know bride and groom yeah sure um so that was fun nice uh that was a lot of fun uh yeah no just generally great time uh the reception had a taco bar that was delicious taco bar sounds all right yeah taco bar is always fun yeah good way to go Uh, yeah it was at the planetarium which was great um I definitely uh between the arcade and the wedding though, I was like, God damn, I I stood a lot this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So So yeah. A lot of standing. Not used to it. <laughs> um That's when you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh um, yeah, and that was basically all of it. So all right, cool. Uh, anything yeah, else yeah. going on uh, with y'all? Anything new? Um, no. Right. Those those on it. Well, um, video games. <laughs> video games are happening. Yeah, they're always happening. <laughs> really, uh, they they are in fact always happening. <laughs> so, also news. Video game news also, happened also this news. week. Video game news. <clears throat> news in the video game industry. What are we starting off drama. with? In drama, uh, yes. Drama, too. So this will be fun. Yeah, yeah, you know we love our drama time here. We do we, sometimes. We are. <laughs> drama time is always fun as long as no one's getting like physically hurt. Um, <laughs> that's uh. that's always my stance on it. It's like, okay, dra- drama time is great as long as no one's like actually getting hurt or something. Um, then this is, but this first news story is not drama time. It is, uh, it is reminding me of my mortality. Um, so, Hey, July of next year, the Xbox 360 store is closing. So, uh, the way that works is that, so it doesn't mean you won't be able to buy the backwards compatible games anymore. You'll totally be able to do that on your Xbox one, your series S. So if you want to play one of those, no worries, you're safe. But the store that is on the 360, so if you were to log on to the 360 right now, uh, is being shut down. Mm-hmm. You will not be able to uh, you will not be able to go log on and purchase titles anymore. Um, and then it will also be shutting down the 360 marketplace site. Uh, Microsoft did note that if players have deleted a game that they purchased, they'll still be able to re-download it. Same goes for any DLC they may have. Uh, this is just a, like, hey, the store is closing thing. It also points out the Microsoft Movies and TV app will no longer work on the 360. 
after July 29th, these movies and TV shows will still be part of their library, and you can view them on a PC, an Xbox One, a Series S, or a Series X. Okay. All right. If it, it's got to happen, and it seems like they're handling it, it, it okay. It doesn't have to fucking happen, though. No? It doesn't. It doesn't. Look at Steam. You know, it fucking, it doesn't. It, it really, you could literally just, you, you, like, okay, so you have a couple of different routes you can go with this. Okay. Uh, option one is do the laziest possible method that costs the least amount of money, which is just, yeah, leave the store up, have some people maintain it. There you go. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. That's that's the, the easiest option. The option corporate will probably deal with the most. You get you get the good press of like, hey, we want to preserve video games, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Yep. On the other side of it, you have uh, you could make all these games backwards compatible. I, I why they don't it just I understand uh, well, it's hard, I'm, but sometimes well, but well, like it's not it's not a tech thing actually. Oh. This is actually something Phil Spencer went over. He he's like, no, we 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 got pretty much all of them working. Like it's that's that's not the hard part the hard part is getting all of the license holders to agree to put this shit on a new platform the that's, way they that, write that, up those those licenses needs to change because that's well, fucked oh well okay so they don't they do them in a way that isn't shitty now but back in the like 360 era you know th- this was you know, this was like, hey, before the onlines were the biggest deal and was the main thing. Yeah, that's true. So that's like the same reason why, a lo- you know, a lot of those games don't work the way you would want them to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, like, like, for example, I would love Burnout 3 to be on the backwards compatibility program. And it can obviously run because Burnout Revenge does. Yeah. But that that, that doesn't matter because there's a shit ton of licensed music in this and they don't want to, they probably don't want to pay for it. That, that is my, that is my best guess anyway. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing when it comes to burnout, right? Like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's why like the spiritual successor, dangerous driving, like they said, uh, Hey, the game has Spotify integration and here's a playlist we made. Yep. Cause that's, that's how you have to do it. Like, yeah, because licensed music is fucking expensive. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, man. I, so yeah, that that's that's the main issue. Or like you have examples like I love Project Gotham Four, right? It's one of my favorite racing games. Mm-hmm. The problem with Project Gotham Four is. It has a bunch of licensed cars in it, and they'd have to redo all those licenses. So, yeah, that's that's basically the big issue there. And then, um, for whatever reason, certain developers and publishers are like fuck that. We we don't want to we don't want to fucking do this anymore. Like, you know, have them go buy our remaster on the Xbox One slash whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or you know the publishers defunct, or you know million other things. Right, right. But yeah. So the real fun, and then the movies and TV thing. Um, I don't know why they're doing that. In all honesty, 
that one I don't understand because yeah. I'm just like, like it's like okay, is it just you don't want to sub- keep doing security fixes on this nearly twenty year old device? Mm-hmm. Is that is that the is that why we're doing this? I understand, but I don't know. It's still kind of shitty. I look forward to the completionist video where he buys every single 360 game. That's mm-hmm. gonna be great. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, someone's gonna get some good content out of this at least. A lot of content out of this, I think. Oh. All right. You know. It's and the thing is, is like we always talk about game preservation, and is you know as we all know very important. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, it, it just feels like an inevitability with these with these companies. Yeah, yeah. No, this is this is why I tell people like hard copy, sure. hard copy, hard. Like I I started buying hard copy movies. It is more expensive than streaming. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, see, but I've been going, I get, I've been going the other direction this week. What piracy? Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I still want to support the creators. That was the thing. If you got the but, money, go for it. Uh, well, yeah, different situation. Exactly. Um, I'm saying you got you got two options, and it depends on your financial situation. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and then and then on top of that, like, I, I this is like th- these digital store closures also do just mean prices like explode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I guarantee you next July 360 games are going to blow up in price. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, like like the like 360 games are going to just explode. Going to capitalize on price. this two human copy I've got. Yeah, man. J- go nuts. It's going to go from uh, 360 game I have is. Mm. Mine's probably Child of Eden. <laughs> What? What? I don't know. It's just I was not expecting that game. That's a great game. I just was. Oh not yeah, it. I own that game too. That's also probably pretty rare. Yeah. That sold in the millions. Child of Eden sold like a hundred thousand copies, maybe. Right. Um. So you know. All right. Well. Uh. Yeah. That's. It's really shitty. Uh, good news is, at least at the moment, uh, 360 games are dirt cheap. They are dirt cheap. Like, I, I'm, so, I, I pulled up my local game store's website, right? Uh-huh. Because uh, I was curious about this. And, like, Arkham Asylum, eight bucks. Yep. You know, like, all the Assassin's Creed, eight bucks. Arkham City, eight bucks. Any Battlefield game you can think of eight to eleven dollars um you know beatles rock band 10 bucks uh yeah like i'm just looking through this list you know it's just like uh borderlands 2 slash dishonor double pack 14 dollars borderlands 2 on its own seven bucks you know so i would say that if you are really interested in 360 games um then then go out and go buy a bunch of used 360 games right now while they're cheap. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also, also they're trying uh, the better of the two. Uh, you know, it depends. But like, uh, if you're just of those consoles of that generation, like 360 is a good way to go. Um, 
especially in terms uh, of backwards I, compatibility and things like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you have, you know, you have more chances for it to eventually be playable on your new shit. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, you just got more options with it. And also, technically, most of those games did run better on the on the 360, so. Yep. Uh, yeah, you know, so I think the most expensive 360 game I've seen on here is like $15. Yeah. So, you know. Get me a I'd copy say... of Darkness One. All right. Uh, let me, uh, yeah. Uh, the the Darkness eight dollars. There you go. Hell yes. You buy yourself a copy of the Darkness. I gotta get or uh, you... three uh, three sixty versions of all the skate games. Uh, I get a Sword Wrath too. There you go. Yeah. I mean that's backwards compatible. That one you don't need to worry about. Right. Uh, remember, any of the games that are backwards compatible are still going to be on the store. But if you want, like, their karaoke game, Lips, you're looking at $9. Is that really what it's called, Lips? Yep. Yep, Lips. Oh, yeah. Good old Lips. Good old Lips. It was their very bad Singstar competitor. Yep. Uh, that was uh, that I, 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 my first uh, Giant Bomb cast episode. They had to go over talking about Lips. So Lips is always somewhere tucked in the back of my mind that it exists. And that, then Star was like, you know, blew it out of the water. Yeah, it was, it, which is weird that like both companies felt it essential to have a karaoke game. but No karaoke games for anyone. Not anymore. They don't really exist anymore in the same way. You know, they're still putting out content for rock bands, so there you go. As you keep the dream alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, you can buy a copy of any of the Maddens for like six dollars. What are the best Maddens? I don't know. Like, I really like ten. Sure. Ten seems pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's unfortunate, shitty, yet another loss for game preservation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my my advice is to buy hard copy as much as and as hard as you possibly fucking can, and you know, support, you know, and do your best to keep hard copy alive. Because the second hard copy dies, is we're extra fucked. You know, so. Yep. Yep. I think is the, I think it's the trend. I mean, in Australia, they're no longer releasing Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, 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 we talked about that on the show. And that's super shitty. Yep. Yep. Uh, like, it, the, the U.S., it's doing fine. I think part of that's just because the U.S. is so goddamn big that there are well, there's two there's two things in the U.S. I feel like keeping hard media alive in general. Mm-hmm. You have the you have the people like me who are like raw sustainability, keep this shit around forever, keep media alive forever. Because like my girlfriend experiences, so my girlfriend's a big fan of the Over the Garden Wall, like a huge Over the Garden Wall fan, right? Right. And uh, they took it off of all streaming services. No more Over the Garden Wall for you or anyone. And um, she wanted to go ahead and buy the DVDs because of this. But because of the massive amount of people who also had that idea, 
they sold out in like three days. Damn. You you oh. cannot get over the garden wall DVDs right now. So um, yeah, but like we had to result resort to piracy. Mm-hmm. Straight up, you know. Do it to themselves. Like we had to had to resort to piracy. It's it's uh, you know it's like and she wanted to pay money for it. Like if they sold that DVD, like she happily would have bought it. Yeah, so, a lot of missed money, missed opportunities. Yeah, and it's, it, and it's you know it's because of short-sighted business people, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Unlike so many things. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, I, my my hope is that eventually enough people make a ruckus. Oh, and then the other thing is just people who live in like places like Fernley and Fallon who don't have good internet who find this shit annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's that's the other thing. It's like you do you live in a rural area? You're, okay, you're probably still buying physical media. Do you? And that are your oh, and then like third option is like collector, but it's just like the average person. Like my mom doesn't buy physical anything, right? You know, like 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 my mom doesn't buy physical anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, and that's unfortunate, but it is what it is. I think I think my parents still buy physical media every Tuesday. At least while I was growing up. I I think they still do this, but every Tuesday they would go to like Target and just buy one copy of each new movie. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Why would? Why do you do that? You're you're not even gonna watch them all. Your parents yeah. are very cool, as well. Must say to that. <laughs> they have like a a giant wall just full of DVDs, VHS tapes, and Blu-rays. That's awesome. That's, I used to live that life. I, I currently live that life and I'm happy about it. Yeah. I, I'm, well, I'm enjoying my life now uh, the way it is, but I imagine companies aren't. Uh, another another L for game preservation here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another L for Microsoft, which those <laughs> just keep coming. They're They're doing it. I don't think this... Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing that this does not uh play into their their master supposed master plan. This is just them, uh, yeah, dropping support. Yeah, this is just the you know this is just them being like, well, whatever. You know. All right, times, <coughs> old man. Yeah, yeah. Get you know, go stop playing your. 20 year old 360 and go buy an Xbox One. Yep. There you go. Right. It's still supported, sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Go buy a Series S that yep. can't play any of your discs <laughs> the US. So. <laughs> uh, fuck. All right. Next story. Uh, next story. Continuing good news for Microsoft. Uh, Forza Horizon. For- sorry. Yeah, I understand why. So yeah, it's been so long since we had a motorsport game. It's like, oh right, <laughs> yeah, that's the one we're talking about. Yep. Uh, Forza Motorsport will not have split screen. Uh, it will not have a spectator mode, hmm. and it will not have AI racers in multiplayer. 
All of these are things that have been in the franchise in the past, but due to the graphical fidelity of this game, uh, they will not be able to do so. Well, great. Um, um, but this, yes. So this is what they're choosing to do instead of pushing it further, pushing another Microsoft release down yep. the line to have it fully featured. Yep. Um, yeah, so it, it apparently won't be available at launch. He says, uh, do it. They, they have a completely new graphics engine. Um, and as a result, split screen was difficult to add in and won't be available at launch. Um, it will have a bunch of accessibility options that they touched on recently and including creative blind driving assists. Um, and yeah, and then they're going to have a big showcase for the game at Gamescom. And it's going to be out October 10th. So there we go. I, I hope people enjoy it. The people who enjoy those games, despite losing those features. Uh, the, the, I know the article that we pulled this from says, this move is similar to one three four three made. Do not release Campaign Copper Forge at launch at Halo Infinite. I think those two are a lot bigger to Halo than this mm-hmm. is to Forza, but right. like I think I think split screen split screen is a big deal. I think no one gives a shit about AI drivers in their multiplayer races, mm-hmm. at least in in my experience. And I, feel then, like, I feel like that means you have to wait for your lobby to fill up. I mean, or you, you just you can race. or you just or you just do it with a smaller lobby. Well, if, that, if that's what they're doing, that's fine. But if, if they make it so that you have to wait for a lobby to fill it before it restarts, then I, I think that's a misstep. Yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why they couldn't. Like, I, I, I'm curious, like, why they couldn't do the, the like, do that. Like, it, it's mm-hmm. that that one seems like something that wouldn't be a problem. Um. Uh, yeah, but I guess it's. I guess they'll have a game at least. It, it, the game will be there. They can race cars. Um, you, can, you know, as long as everything else is fully featured and good, right? Uh, sort of, I guess. Sort right. We can only hope. And All then right. spectator mode. I don't. I don't know. Like, it doesn't seem like a big deal to me, but like, I. I don't fucking play these kind of games on the internet at all. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, I I have not gone on the internet with Gran Turismo once. You know, so like, that's a good point. You know, like, but apparently there's this whole community of racers and people who make liveries and paint jobs for this shit. And like, I'm just like, who are you people? Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, that's that's what I want to know. I guess so, I'll find uh, out, depending on how loud or quiet they are at this release. Yeah, this new, this new story was very quiet. It didn't get a lot of traction. I feel like most of the Forza player base is not going to notice this, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Alright, well, uh, that was that, as far as, the, uh, as far as Forza is concerned. Last thing is, uh, Starfield might not have DLSS. Oh, or the Intel equivalent. 
so people have preloaded Starfield. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so people have preloaded Starfield, which okay makes sense. It's it's gone gold. It looks really good. Um, and they have noticed that uh, there are no DLSS or XESS, the Intel equivalent, um, in Starfield in the files or folders anywhere. The only mm-hmm. technology like this is AMD's Fidelity FX Super Resolution 2.0 FSR2. It is the only super sampling tech you can find in the entire whole files thing. Um, and it should not, it shouldn't be too much surprise as AMD is the exclusive PC partner for Starfield. They are offering free copies of Starfield if you buy one of their CPUs or GPUs right now. Wow. Yep. Well, okay. So, so uh, apparently they're already working on a mod to get this support in the game. So pure yeah, dark. Some dude, some dude is doing that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, I love it when some dude is doing that. But he's gonna yep. charge for it. Oh. Okay. Um. So yeah. Hmm. Um. I don't know. I so I'm on a 1440p monitor. So like the only game where I've really had to use this tech has been Cyberpunk. So. For me, this isn't really a big deal, but man, this feels kind of bad and shitty. Like, this feels like... Like, console exclusivity, I understand. But, like, graphics card feature mm-hmm. exclusivity, I'm just like... Yeah. You really... Y'all really think that people are gonna... Like do this, huh? <laughs> I that that's you really think that people are gonna be like, oh yeah, I'm totally going to switch to an AMD, you know, seventy nine fifty XTX instead of my forty eighty because a Starfield will run better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like no one's gonna fucking do that, you know. And now, like. It might convince somebody to buy an AMD card for the for the free game, like if they if they're weighing their options and they're like, well, the seventy nine I don't really give a shit about ray tracing and the seventy nine fifty XTX is a lot cheaper, and I get a copy of Starfield. Okay, fuck it, sure. But like most people, like what? This is fucking ridiculous. Yep. Um. I don't know. I'm gonna be playing it on console at first because I'm weird. Because I'm just so curious about the console version of this game is. 24 but... FPS. Mm-hmm. Do you, that, right. Is that confirmed? No, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but I would, I would. I would put a paycheck on that. I would put a paycheck on that. It's more cinematic. You understand? <laughs> Please understand. <laughs> Oh, uh, lordy. Right. All right. Yeah. It I, I, yeah, it's shitty. Um, I guess good for people who have that graphics card. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's 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 kind of my response to that. Um, yep. Or graphics cards, I should say. And who knows? Maybe they'll add it in post-release. 
that's another thing we need to consider. Oh, possible. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, Linus Tech Tips has had a whole metric fuck ton of drama happen. Oh, like oh. so much drama, like an unbelievable amount of drama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Gamers Nexus recently did a video uh, about airs and videos and ethical practices. He said, I'm putting my foot down effectively, so... Oh, sorry, I read, read ahead. So, yeah, Gamers Nexus did, like, what was it, a 45-minute video? Like, it was long. It was not short about, like, all the airs and Linus's videos and how, you know, like, how they're, you know, they have this lab, but they're not doing anything worth a crap with it. and Like, just really laid into this. Like, real bad. Mm-hmm. Um... And it created a whole stir in the community, like a lot of people coming out and saying, like, yeah, what the fuck? Right. Uh, Which makes sense. Um, So uh, from there, uh, the the company currently paused all production to improve its review processes. And CEO Taryn Tong tells The Verge an outside investigator will be hired to examine the harassment allegations that have happened because they had a bunch of harassment allegations come out. Um, mm. You might have remembered... So I'm not sure have, how close you guys follow LTT. But uh, a while back in 2019, they had a girl on it named Madison who was part of their... Uh, what was it? Uh, Asus Rig Challenger? Yeah, so like the, the idea behind that was that you could... Submit a video saying you needed a new PC, essentially, and if they chose you, they would build you, or they would walk you through building a PC, like in their in their studio. Oh, and so she was uh, one of the winners of of that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and, and there have been harassment allegations from her mm-hmm. and several other people. Um, so at, uh, Linus Tech Tips posted its latest video at, uh, 2 a.m. East, or sorry, 7 a.m. Eastern time. However, at 2 a.m. Eastern time, before, uh, they had this video saying we're pausing production, Madison Reeve posted a thread on Twitter. I refuse to call it X. Uh, the, uh, I like how people call it the platform formerly known as Twitter. Um, are you seeing people, are you seeing human beings doing this or... Because I haven't. Web, just websites. <laughs> just, 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 just websites, okay. man. Okay. All right. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just calling it Twitter. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, saying that LTT or Linus Media Group is cultivating a toxic work environment, encouraging work culture that is detrimental to her health, as well as sexual harassment directed her by Linus Media Group employee. Uh, I chose to quit my role at LTT because it and the working environment I was facing were ruining my mental health. My work was called dog shit. I was called incompetent. When I would reach out to my manager to try and get help with these situations, I would be told to, uh, quote, put on my big girl pants and be more assertive. Reeve went on to accuse the company of barring her from videos after she reported being grabbed multiple times in the office and being told to, quote, call my tits and stop being such a bitch. It felt like being in a horrible teenage drama movie. Uh, oh boy, do I have some words. 
<laughs> oh boy. Um. Yep. Which man? And I remember when she was around, people were always asking her to be in more stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like people were always like she was very popular. Um. You know, I thought I you know, and I personally thought she was funny. So that's. But yeah, no. Uh. So, um, when reached out to uh, Linus about this. He responded via email saying, I was in a state of shock reading through these allegations, plain and simple. They aren't consistent with my recollections. They aren't consistent with our internal processes. They aren't consistent with our company values. We pride ourselves on maintaining a safe and inclusive work environment in addition to our existing reports system, both anonymous and otherwise. We have proactively reached out internally today to encourage members of our team to report any workplace bullying or harassment they might be experiencing so we can take quick, decisive action. Our HR team will be conducting a more thorough assessment of the allegations, and when we are ready, we'll release a, we will release a more complete statement. For now, I'd like to ask that we allow our team the time they need to be as thorough as possible. Um, so, and then that they're hiring a private investigator to look into that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. And yeah, man, I actually went and read her Twitter thread on this. That's wild, right? Dude, right? Did you? Yeah, you read it. Did you read uh-huh, it? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh my god! Hold on, I'm gonna try and pull it up for uh the for everyone here. Um, hold on one moment. It ain't good. Oh, did you read it too? I I peeked in on on some of the stuff. I skimmed it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. I actually follow her on Twitch now. Like when she left LTT, I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm gonna, she's cool. I'm gonna follow." Her. Oh, she streams. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um. So. Um. Let's see. I was expected to post three tweets, two Instagram posts, and two TikTok memes per day. I was expected to plan, film, and edit, and post two float plane exclusives per week. This included wrangling people to be in them when they were also struggling to get their work done. I was expected to manage, come up, execute, and get approval for and schedule for out all the sponsored content and socials, not including YouTube, all while being told not to claim because my job was, quote, the fun job. Um, I cannot speak what it's like to work there now, but the entire team working on seemingly what I expect. Uh, well, yeah, sorry. But they have an entire team working on what I expected to accomplish alone. I misspoke originally when I say I signed the NDA. I thought the employee handbook act as one, acted as one. I'm not a lawyer. I have never publicly made any statement regarding my time there because I feared even more backlash from the community that was all that was already attacking, defaming, and sending me death threats. I also feared for my career given LTT is large and has industry connections. My time at this company brought my mental health to an all-time low. You could talk to anyone who was around me during my employment, and they would confirm it. Um, and then the dog shit incompetent post from earlier. Um, and then in that in a meeting in the writer's room, I was pointed to and I was asked, do you think any of these people would have a hard time getting a job? I said no, keeping in mind that I was there about a month. And then And then pointed to and asked, what about you? What? That's man. Classy. So that's classy. That's real classy and real like. Oh my god, dude! Like what? Yeah, this is mm-hmm. bad, mm-hmm. bad, bad stuff. 
Right? Like, holy shit. <sighs> like, uh, oh my god. I just... And for it to be Linus, it's, too. I, like, Linus and, like... To, thing. Yeah. Uh, to be fair to him, he might be completely isolated from this. You know, being at the top of the company, like, it's like, no, nah, man, we're gonna fucking sweep this shit on the rug. Boss doesn't need to hear this. Which Possible. seems a lot... That's totally possible. Yeah. Like that, that was. You he know, he has his own that, issues that are that come out through the, this mm. stuff. But yes, this yeah. Yeah, like, like any time I hear a story like this, I actually don't automatically go, "Oh, it's the CEO. It's the you know the guys at the top doing the shit." It's typically the middle managers I think of as the people who do this kind of bullshit, and it's because they're power tripping because they're middle managers. I mean that specific thing, yep. yeah. Yeah, um, there have been other accusations about about Linus that have come out around all this stuff, but oh, what other? I did not hear these. Go on. Um, just here, I I just went over to the the Linus Tech Tips uh subreddit, and you oh, know, okay. people are taking pictures. Uh, uh, Madison posts after I came forward about being assaulted. Someone accused Linus of inappropriate conduct on Twitter. He came over to my corner and started berating her, calling her insane, mentally ill, an attention seeker, and just digging into this poor woman who had felt wronged by him. Um, that that's just one example. I like I trying to trying to wade through Linus Tech Tips subreddit now. Right now is is well. Uh, well, you're doing that. I yeah, I would, would not recommend it. Yeah, uh, well, you're doing that. Uh, let's see. There's a perplexing fear that people will leave LTT and start their own platform thing, given a, if given a platform. Mm-hmm. So if that platform could threaten negative things coming out about your company, you'd probably want to squash it too. Uh, in my experience, there's a belief that everything you accomplish, no matter how much it is created by your own effort, is actually due to Linus giving you a platform. This was mm-hmm. what I was told when I moved to Arizona, or from Arizona to Vancouver to take this job. Um, after it was publicly announced by Alliance that Linus that he was hiring me without my knowledge or content, sin, consent to that situation, and also before I was even offered a job or shown so the salary, I agreed and signed the employment contract. I, okay, that one's on her a little bit. Like that one, like you are agreeing to a job before even being shown the contract or the salary. Like, okay, that one, I'm saying that's a little on hers. Hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, the, she was lied to about being able to monetize her YouTube channel um, and would be allowed to join Floatplane in exchange for shutting down her Patreon. Once she moved, uh, I was presented with an entirely new contract and handbook that I was told, uh, that I was not told existed. It detailed that I was given incorrect information and would actually have to make changes to my plans if I wanted to continue being employed at LTT. This was after I moved entire countries and given up my visa status and I couldn't just go back. Yeah. Um, That's, that one's pretty bad. Um, so, yeah, that's... Um, I later went to Linus about this and stated that the effort to remediate the situation wasn't sitting right with me. He told me I should change my priorities. Uh, He was in this instance referring to the fact that my brother had suddenly passed away not even a week before I moved for this job. 
and that perhaps should I, I should just ignore that I had been misled because that was more important. I cannot tell you how upset I felt in this moment. <sighs> um. So yeah, and she she goes for a while if you read the whole thread. Yeah, but those are some way. other ones for context. Um. So yeah. Yep. Super yep. super disappointed. Yep. Uh, how, Did you find any more of the other Linus issues on his own? Not through the subreddit because it's just a it's no. just a goddamn mess in here. Um, and, <laughs> what is it? Well, it's you know people just posting memes like they they do they use like voice AI and they're taking like the Breaking Bad scene of like we had a good thing going and putting like Luke's voice and uh, face on care yeah like. And then there's talk about like people are discussing uh, the errors in parts reviews, which I would expect from the PC people to talk about that. But I just feel like there's bigger mm-hmm. issues happening now. Um, yeah, that was, yeah. I mean, that was kind of what kicked it off, right? It was the, yes. the errors in their parts reviews, and then it suddenly exploded. Yep, exactly. They're talking I'm about in... the new CEO that they've put, you know, at LTT. Um, they're they're shit posting, you know, about uh, uh bad testing practices and uh God and then and then yeah, they're just trying to like you know get by on their own talking about PC mm-hmm. stuff since that was the whole point of uh this channel. Um I don't know, I guess you wanna if you wanna take your attention somewhere else, you know, we got uh Jay Z two cents, I think is the name. Uh, yeah, J two sense, gamers nexus, hardware unboxed, uh, hardware unboxed. Um, okay, there's another one I fell into recently. I'm trying to remember their name, though. Yeah, I'm sure I'll remember it later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like just Jesus Christ, real rough in here. Um, really sucks to see that happening at LTT because. Mm-hmm. That was definitely one of those companies that gave the impression of being transparent and trying to be the best that it can be. And um, it was always fun to watch them like live stream them building a PC and then just talking about stuff. It was a nice second screen experience while playing other th- things. But, yep. uh, but you're, uh, you know, we'll have to just find other other tech YouTubers, you know. Which, to be fair, there are there are plenty, even without you know the, them trying to limit their people from starting other stuff. Uh, I mean, yeah, and and tech tech YouTubing is such an expensive endeavor. It is, I know. Yeah, uh, but people want it, man. I they think. do because it's it's valuable. It's super valuable. It mm-hmm. really is. Mm-hmm. So, so. Um, the, the creators are out there. Let me tell you, yeah, this definitely has changed the way I look at this channel and its content, and so I'm gonna try and find something else, probably. Um, Ugh. yeah, like, like there's, <sighs> they were doing a lot of cool things too. They were, man. Um, God, it's just so. Oh, Austin Evans, he's still doing stuff. Mm, okay. Uh, Marcus Brownlee, mm-hmm. like there, there's. You got options. Mm-hmm. You you got Pulse a lot hardware, of options. I think is another one he used to do stuff with Bitwit. Bitwit is kind of like stopped, but. Uh, uh, what was what was that channel called? 
Pulse Hardware. Pulse Hardware. He used to work for Newegg. He would do a bunch of Newegg. He was their like YouTube personality for a while. Okay. Well. All right. Ah, oh, sad, 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 sad. Uh, can can we just have one nice thing, please? <laughs> can 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 we? Like just one, just just like I swear to God, like ah, fucking Jesus, like just. We have nice things. It's just they don't, you know, them being nice does not get the the news coverage. Mm-hmm. This does. It just, oh. It's just a shame that the more you live life, you, the more you watch more and more people that you grew up with or uh, get into just fall. Like, it's not that hard to not be a shitty person. Yeah. It's really not. I promise you. Like, I, I promise you. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. So fun. Great. All right. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, moving forward, let's get it. This is a better news story. It's still not like an amazing, happy, fun time story, but uh, it's a it's a story. It's not depressing. Uh, Alan Way Two delayed ten days to avoid clashing with October's big releases. Smart. Uh, uh yeah, what who what was gonna be uh, released alongside it if it had stuck to its original date? Oh. So it was supposed to come out October seventeenth. Um but there's a bunch of games coming out and they want to make room uh for everyone to enjoy their favorite games, the Remedy director said. Uh Spider Man was you know, Alan Wake One launched like the same week as Red Dead Redemption and yeah. Mario Galaxy and a bunch of other shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one was set to launch uh, like a couple days before Mario and Spider Man, like four days before. <sighs> so now they're going to be launching like seven days after, which I don't, I don't think that necessarily helps, other than the fact that it puts this horror game right next to Halloween, right. Mm-hmm. That's that's about that's about all you can ask for at this point because pushing it past Halloween might hurt it, um, but also sticking in this window. But also, like at some point, you just have to release the game. Like we are, we just have a tight, a packed release schedule. You know, you can't keep yeah. pushing until you get to a drought. Yeah, like it's that month you're getting the Metal Gear Collection, Mario Wonder, Assassin's Creed, Forza, Spider-Man, and a couple other things. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it October's packed. So, yep. you know, unfortunate, but uh good for us, but yeah, rough for Alan Wake. Hopefully they can yep. stick out. Seven, you know, if they separate by enough days, uh they they'll may, they may get a, a round of social media coverage. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Yeah, we'll see how how October goes. October's going to be nuts. Yep. All right. Well, um speaking of more releases. Yeah. We have new releases. Hey, we played a bunch. Oh. Oh. Oh wait, no. Nope. We got more Sorry, news stories. I fucked up. I, yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up. Sorry, I was looking through the links, not the actual text. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Three has been fully revealed. 
and it is going to come out in November, in November. and it will launch with. Yep. Shocking. Didn't they say they weren't going to do this every year? Like, isn't that? Did no. I? Did they? That was Assassin's Creed. That? Yeah, that Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed is the one that was trying to take a break. And they did a small one. But like, what is uh, from a, like a financial standpoint? You're trying to make as much money as your Call of Duty. You mm-hmm, make mm-hmm. buttloads of money. To the point where, like, you are the deciding factor between like consoles fighting for your attention. Mm-hmm. You release Modern Warfare Two. It seems like it's doing really well. You're releasing a bunch of weird, strange content that like seems very Fortnite esque in terms of like I don't know, just it's popular. Yes. You just released. It feels like they just released that. Still, it came out in October of last year. They put one out every year. Uh, Okay, I don't know. Yeah, they put out a Call of Duty every. They should year. put out a new Why Fortnite is... then every year. A different model, like Fortnite is free to play and doesn't have a campaign. Uh, they and... can make a paid Fortnite at this point. And <laughs> they could, yeah. um, you know, and also like people keep buying it. It is it is the best selling game every year. I, I guess I guess that's, I guess that's it, right? Like I just don't understand these people that keep buying all these games and moving I, from one thing to another so quickly. Uh, I mean, some people don't. It's just that like there's so many people who are into them. Well, right. That like that like yeah. Some people buy every other year. Some people buy every year. But some people that's the only game they play. Remember there there was like what was that percentage in the in the court case article, it's like, oh yeah, there are like twenty percent of PlayStation gamers who only play Call of Duty. Right. Yeah. That's it. That is all. So yeah, man. I. I all right. I get I'm, it. Just, I'm just gonna have to miss this Call of Duty then. I mean, yeah, just play it. it later seems like a waste if I know it's gonna be, you know, obsolete in a year. I mean, that's Call of Duty. It's like that every year they put out a new one. I don't know. But when the Modern Warfare's came out, you know, you could hang on to those for a little while. Yeah, but you know, like Modern Warfare One came out, and then next year was World at War, mm-hmm. and the year after that was Modern Warfare Two. It was a safe skip. You know, and then the year after that was Black Ops, and then the year after that was Modern Warfare Three, and the year after that was Black Ops Two. I'm kind of shocked that's another Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the shocking part. Because what are they? Uh, what are they switching with now? Usually, um, they put out that World so, War Two game. So the last one. So before Modern Warfare Two, it was Black Ops Cold War. Yes, Black Ops mm. Cold War. No, mm. that was the one that launched with the uh, with the new consoles. Um, hold on. <laughs> I feel like they, this is what they've been doing. Yeah, they they definitely. This is the first time they've done like two modern warfare's back to back. What was the uh, one between? Yeah, one it was two? it was the it was Vanguard. It was the World War Two one. Vanguard, man, I don't even remember that. Yeah, so it went. Uh, so this has been the schedule. I'll I'll just do since like 2017. Call of Duty World War Two by Sledgehammer, Black Ops Four by Treyarch, Modern Warfare by Infinity Ward, Black Ops Cold War by Treyarch and Raven Software. Uh, Call of Duty Vanguard by Sledgehammer, Modern Warfare 2 by Infinity Ward, Modern Warfare 3 by Sledgehammer. 
so it's like not even so i guess what what the thing for me was like i had tuned out of call of duty <laughs> i was like oh it's a call of duty release okay and then we caught on to modern warfare 2 and we decided to play it a bit it's like man call of duty's cool mm-hmm. call of duty is cool it is yeah, cool. like it's just... man i forgot they just churn that shit out and they just people just keep buying them so whatever yes and then you have people who are just on a rotation or yeah. they just buy the ones like they buy the Treyarch ones and they buy the infinity ward ones or they yeah. you know whatever it is like mm. that's that's just what they do so um yeah are we back now to to one team only that makes the good one no that's unfortunate <laughs> So, because it keeps that keeps rotating too. Because like for a while it was infinity, like it was Infinity Ward until 2012. Then it was Treyarch, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, and then it went back to Infinity Ward, which is where it's kind of still currently at. So I guess that like. As of right now, at least, it seems like the safe bets are the Infinity Ward ones. Yeah, that that's that's the safe bet. I I've we've lived that life. <laughs> yes, just trust the. Infinity I mean, yeah, because Modern Warfare twenty nineteen was awesome, and Modern Warfare two was awesome. Those are both Infinity Ward. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Ops Cold War is. Okay, that's Treyarch and Vanguard and World War Two are both really bad, and they're by Sledgehammer. This this upcoming Modern Warfare Three is going to be by Sledgehammer. It's probably going to be really bad. So there you go. We'll see, right? I'm curious if they're t- if they're yep. handing over to Sledgehammer. I wonder. Yeah, we'll see. It seems like a weird so, game to just yeah flip over yeah, to but like, Dev, but a weird franchise to be like. Yeah, here, come back. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, mm. yeah, like the weird part about this for me is like like I said, the fact that you know it's it's two modern warfares in a row. Yeah. Like that's the part where I'm just like, what the fuck? Usually they okay. vary it up vary it up. Yeah. So um Do they still do some form of COD zombies? Uh in the Black Ops games, yes. Okay. Yeah, there's a um there's a rumor floating around right now that one of the trailers has a reference to a zombie mode, um, like through like a specific series of notes or something that have been in every zombie mode. So people are thinking that Modern Warfare 3 will have a zombie mode. So okay. the way it has been, so Trey, the Treyarch games are the ones that typically have the zombie mode. The Modern Warfare games are typically have the Spec Ops mode. And I don't even know what the Vanguard World War II ones have typically. Hmm. Oh, apparently it's something called Arms Race. Where it's like twelve. Arms race 12. is fun. That's pretty fun. So yeah. Um Yep. There you go. Call of Duty. Okay. It's popular. Guess what it's still uh, Modern Warfare Modern Warfare three, it's coming out November tenth. Uh, so about a year and two weeks after the last one, uh, the, I, I watched the trailer. I don't know. It seems like that. Uh, they're doing a special edition, which includes campaign early access, open beta early access, 
a special soap operator pack, a nemesis pack, and two vault weapons. Because uh, I, I logged into Call of Duty Marvel Warfare 2 recently, and man, that game is microtransaction hell. <laughs> mm. um, let me tell you, the best time to play any Call of Duty game, in my opinion, unless you're in the war zone, of course, is like the first, like before season one starts. Because they're not doing a bunch of microtransactions, they're not beating you over the head with shit, and it, it, it's a great time. And then, like, I logged back in for that, and it was just like, no, 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 no. We're where we we are, we are who you thought we were. We are exactly who you all thought we were. Yeah. So yeah, that's there you go. Okay. Yep. Um. That's that. So another Call of Duty. I hope everyone enjoys it. Yep. Somewhat at least. We'll see. All right. So uh, next up on the list here, we got a trailer we're going to watch together. Oh, okay. Hey, guess what? Scott Pilgrim is getting an anime. That's right. That's I remember it is. I think all of the voice actors from the movie. Yes. No, they're all right. reprising their roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, there you go. Okay. Um. Apparently, we got to watch this through this tweet. Um, we're gonna have another generation of people that take the wrong message from Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> They're gonna be like, Scott is so cool. Not man, no. Scott is. That's a not, piece of shit. Scott is a massive piece of shit until literally the very end of the movie. Yeah. I know. And even in the very end of the movie. It's more of he's getting better, not he's actually like good. Yeah. yeah. I know. All right, let's see what that, this is about. Oh, the music board is so good, too. Holy hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cool that they got uh, Edgar Wright back, even to. Yeah, the and, they, and they got the writer of the comics to executive produce, too. Yep. Well, quality of the animation and art looks really good. That's right, yep. Got all the voice actors. Mm-hmm. I don't think it said who does the music. Do we know? Um, I'm looking this up right now, so okay. give me a couple minutes. All right. All right. I appreciate <laughs> oh, you that. Did the music for the game. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all know who did the music for the game. I actually got to see them live. They're good shit. I wonder if they got back to do the music for the anime since they did the music for the movie. Sounds like it from that little snippet we get in the trailer. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it looks great. Um... Like Ninja said, I'm looking forward to a whole generation of young men misunderstanding the movie. It's going to be real cool. It, uh, you know, I took away from that movie, man, I like visually interesting movies. I yeah. like when people <laughs> go for like a, an art style and really lean into it. More movies should do that. They should. But instead, they're going to think, oh man, Scott is so cool. <laughs> No. 
uh, I saw another oh. concern uh, from artist Twitter. It says, great, another generation of people that are going to develop an art style that's just an offshoot of Scott Pilgrim. Probably. Oh. Which, yeah, but yeah. You, get that, you get that from any medium, right? Like, Yeah, like, I know so many people who took art from, like, Adventure Time and um, Steven Universe and that kind of art style, so it doesn't Yeah, this does not surprise me. Anything to move away from the popular with big, uh, you know, TV studios, uh, Family Guy, you know, the Family Guy, Mm -hmm. uh, Bob's Burgers, uh, Rick and Morty art style. Can we just, can we not? That style is gross, but I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Rick and Morty is all those shows are kind of are kind of gross as is big mouth but i do enjoy a lot of those shows the, the shows themselves can be entertaining like i i really enjoy bob's burgers um mm-hmm. yeah and that, that, that has its own art style in, in a sense too but like yeah man. like i i would take even archer like archer is 100 visually distinct yes no archer's fantastic they they do their own thing that's cool yeah. emily you have a face of knowing I have the answer, actually. Okay, okay. So the composer for the Scott Pilgrim anime is uh, Joseph Trapanese, who did the music for the Tom Cruise film Oblivion. He did Hmm. uh, 16 episodes of The Witcher. Okay. Going from 2021 to 2023. Um... Let's see, what else has he done? He did the music for the Neil Patrick Harris film 8-Bit Christmas, which, by the way, if you haven't watched it, it's fun. I highly recommend. Okay. Um, yeah, he blends his knowledge of classical with this... Um, what is... How did it get described? Um, known for integrating his extensive classical training with his producing electronic music. So... That is a very interesting choice for your alt rock Canadian alt rock band. Yep. <laughs> I um, mean, he seems like he's doing a good job. That, that so. was that was a good sound. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's good shit. So. If the if the Beck, you know, songs from the movie Ramona <laughs> are the one to yeah are the one to uh, go off of, I think they they they're doing a good job. Oh yeah. yeah so. so all right, well. Uh, this comes out in November. I'm excited for it. Uh, oh. Makes me makes me happy. I kept my Netflix subscription up. I know. Mm. Uh, November seventeenth. Uh, uh, unlike Disney, it seems like they're actually trying to keep me as a customer, <laughs> even with all their <laughs> shitty behavior. I was say, they they've got a, a bunch of shitty behavior, but at least they're hey, we're starting something that people do want, and we're not. We could have done a live action Scott Pilgrim show, but we decided, eh. We're spending enough of that on One Piece. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. All right, well. Moving forward, uh, last news story we have. Hey, we like MMOs here. We do. Mm-hmm. And apparently DC Universe is getting ported uh, to the Xbox Series X and the PS5. Still going. Um, didn't even realize that no. was still a thing. It, yeah. Oh, dude, I found out something crazy this week. Okay. As far as MMOs are concerned. So, 
every now and then I like to like take a poke at EverQuest. Like I, I like to go see what's going on in EverQuest. As you do, mm-hmm. as you do. All right, all right, and I found out that for fifteen dollars a month, you can get like a an all this thing. It's called All Access for for Sony MMOs. Okay. So you get a bunch of shit for EverQuest, EverQuest Two, Planet Side Two, and DC Universe Online. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you you get so for DC Universe you get. 150 free replay badges, 500 daybreak cash or loyalty points, 10% marketplace discount, 50% bonus time drops or artifact or ally XP, access to all powers, unlimited in-game currency, most inventory and bank slots, most character and broker slots, most daily rewards, form a league, which I assume is a guild, or to be able to trade items. Hmm. Um, Huh. Yeah, and so it's like it's basically like a super subscription to four MMOs for fifteen bucks a month. Well, damn, yeah. that's kind of yeah. nice. if you if you are really living that MMO life, go for it. And, uh, d- yeah. yeah, man, <laughs> if you like, if you want to play all of the like, you know, those four. Which to to be fair to those four, they're not particularly big right now. But nah. hey, you know, you don't. If there's something World of Warcraft ever did, it made it like, oh, the amount of players you need for an MMO to survive is in the millions. Mm-hmm. Like, eh, not really. <laughs> EverQuest still has players, and I believe their current, their yearly player count last year was like 21,000. Damn. So, really low. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, that's cool. Um, I'm happy for DC Universe fans. Yeah, no, it's cool. You know, good they're getting a port, you know, better graphics. Uh, it's actually on the Switch, too, still, for some reason. Sure. Like they they port weird. this thing to everything. Wow. Um. So, okay. yeah, man. Cool. The Skyrim of MMOs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you when you put coaster. it that way, you're not wrong. Um... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, this is a neat little thing. Uh, you know, uh, they did fail to mention the Series S, but it seems unlikely an upgrade is set only for the X and not the S. That's interesting. That seems mm-hmm. weird. You know, so, I mean, we'll see, but... Yeah. Weird. Okay. Alright, yeah, cool. Uh, Alright, everybody, I think that's everything. Am I right on that? Uh, as far as big games industry stories, I think that is about it. All right. Well, that, that I uh, caught anyway. Yeah. Let's. Uh. All right. Well. Uh, do we got any other news? We forget anything? I don't think so. Uh, let me let all me right, make cool. sure nothing's broke during this uh stream. Yeah, right. Because that seems to happen sometimes. Starfield stuff is leaking as people on fortune are playing the game. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, that's that's awesome. Yep. The traits have so... leaked. The inventory screen is leaked. Uh, there's a there's a creation creation credits, uh, which make people think that the creation club is coming back or the paid mod service that was in Fallout Four is coming back. Oh, that's totally gonna come back. I I have no fucking doubt in my mind that that's coming back. Yeah. There's a Valorant anime in the works. 
Okay. That's it. That's uh, all I got. Um, that also doesn't surprise me, considering the success of um, the other one, um, Arcane. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I didn't particularly care for Arcane, but a lot of people really liked it. Yeah, a lot of people really liked it. I, I do want to say I think the story was good. I think the art is not good. Like the animation. Something about it freaks me out. Freaks you out. <laughs> yeah. Um Overwatch director uh addresses uh the review bombing on Steam and just says yeah, it's probably about the canceled single player content, but what can you do? We'll make the game make better. the fucking single player content. <laughs> yep, easy. That you promised, you assholes. Quote: This means more maps, heroes, game modes, missions, stories, events, cool cosmetics and features, an ever expanding, evolving, and improving game. So they're going to put all the work in to improve on Overwatch Two as it is now, but they don't want to put it into the single player but, stuff. Uh, yeah, like I don't understand. Like they're ha- like they need to come out and do like a legitimate breakdown. Like, look, this is why we can't do it. Okay, that, uh, this is really, why. Like, yes, like th- because you clearly have the people and the money and the resources to do it. There has to be well, something. Else. I mean. It, it oh god it, it's god, it feels like every part of blizzard that isn't world of warcraft right now is just a shit show um you know and it like i'm just fucking so curious when the shoe is gonna drop but anyway um starcraft devs so, are dead in the basement yeah mm-hmm. like starcraft the starcraft devs and the heroes of the storm <laughs> starcraft and heroes of the storm are the same team by the way Oh really? Same okay, people. I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn. So they're they're extra dead. They're they're <laughs> like they're they're the most dead. Oh, how shitty's got to be? Like you're part of Blizzard and you're part of not one but two franchises, and both of those franchises are considered dead by your own fucking boss. Which and it's funny because both of those both of those franchises are like still alive and well with their communities yeah like if you like if you go on twitch you can always find starcraft and here's the storm tournaments there are people who it's, only play starcraft man yeah uh, it's, it's and here's wild. the storm is a different take on the moba it's man uh, oh god wild it's, it's, Star- it's starcraft is weird i mean there's some some dude I went to high school with is like some plat level streaming player who would like get thousands of people on his streams and like would go to tournaments and stuff and like was friends with day nine. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. And then like, as soon as Starcraft, died, I, haven't, I haven't seen, I haven't seen him on anything. I haven't like, he doesn't post on Facebook or Twitter he just completely disappeared once once the StarCraft two scene kind of like died out. It's still around. It's just that it's not big. Like unless you live in yeah. Korea, yeah. like you you know you can still find games of StarCraft easy. It's still a fun game to play. Like StarCraft is cool. It's just it, you know, like it's it it. I feel like for Blizzard to for a game to be successful to them, it needs to be like a mega hit. Mm-hmm. And not, and maybe not so much Blizzard itself, but definitely for Activision. Yeah. Yep. Um. You know, so like, World of Warcraft is back to being the most popular MMO, and it 
even when it was a giant fucking train wreck, it was still the second most popular MMO. You know, so like that's that's a thing. Like that's you know that's the level of big you need to be. You need to be one of the top, if not the top, in your field. Hmm. Um, or they're just gonna put you on life support. Like here's the storm in StarCraft. Still get balance tweaks. Right. Yeah. Weird. And then I don't. Th- I think the only one making RTS games anymore really is Microsoft. It genuinely feels like that's the only person, the only people making those kind of games. <laughs> um, yeah. So. So yeah, I don't know the. Uh, man. God. All right. The new I, Starcraft would be cool. I like. It's been so long. Starcraft Two like mm-hmm. took over when it came out. Um, hold on, let me check something. Bronson's checking something, everyone. Just hang tight. I built my first uh, PC in too. <laughs> yeah, like the last StarCraft expansion came out in 2015. Wow. It's yeah. been eight I think, years. I think the Dune game came out this year, right? It's Spice Wars. Oh, man. I think so. Did that come yeah. out? I want to say it I mean, did. I'm it's only 30 bucks. Yeah, it came out in April. Oh, of last year, Jesus. Oh, wow. I also don't I also don't understand why that like Activision is so reluctant to spend money on their RTS games. Like I I I don't understand like cuz you know, that it's obvious that they, you know, didn't want to spend money on Warcraft 3 Reforged. Mm-hmm. And like that game is finally in a playable state that's decent, but it's just not what they promised. And then you know StarCraft Two, same thing. Like they're not doing anything new with it. It's just like I don't get it. These games sell well. They make money. Yeah. Do you not want money? They do tournaments. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like like yeah, they do free advertising for themselves. Yeah. You want to yeah. get on that in on that esports shit? You already had something, you know, like you know, fucking like the World of Warcraft arena tournaments sucks ass. I don't know why you're focusing on that when you could have StarCraft tournaments. Yep. Oh, uh, weird. So, all right. This, yep. I, I think that's news. All right, that's news. 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 All right. Well, uh, hey guys. Hey. Well, what have we What have we all been playing? Mm, yeah. Who wants to start? I guess you. You're the one with all this free time. <laughs> <laughs> I've had all this free time. I've been putting it towards other things. But this week, this week, I was like, "What if I just went full DGen?" And yeah did you Did you love embracing it? It was, was it incredible. The most beautiful days <sighs> I've had in years. Um, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The first was a dream. Yeah, so first was Final Fantasy 14. Got back into it. I said there there is no better game. If I was like I was sitting here thinking like I want to get involved in a community uh, like another community just to try and make friends online, um, playing video games and. I'm in the middle of exploring that right now, but there is no better place probably than an active MMO. Um, getting yes, involved in I do that. That is 
th- those whole those games are mostly built around playing with other people. They so, sure are. Yes. So mm-hmm. um, I was just hanging out in the lobby, and I got invited to one of the larger guilds, and so I said, "All right, sure." Uh, and so I'm part of that now. I'm staying quiet because I don't know what I'm doing yet. Still, uh, but uh, I've been leveling, crafting, and gathering. Just after that fishing stream, we were just fishing for three hours. Uh, and man, fishing in Final Fantasy XIV is simple but enjoyable. Uh, that's just a nice, uh, relaxing time, especially if you're just if you're not doing like the quest where you're looking for something specific, uh, and you're just going like to the diadem and just fishing to earn experience. It's just really chill. There's not a whole lot I, to it, but yeah, I feel, I feel like that's fishing in most MMOs. It's like it's just kind of a a fun, relaxing distraction. Yep. Y'all need to y'all need to level up your fishing in Final Fantasy because that shit gets real complicated real fast. I mean, I'm oh, seeing hints it. of it uh, where someone was asking. It was like a collectible or something, uh, and they were not a collectible, but it was something similar to that where they're like, "You have to get this specific fish." And I look it up online. It's like you have to land this large fish in this specific spot, and then you have to mooch it and hope that the fish you're looking for goes after mm-hmm. that mooched large fish. And after like 45 minutes of doing that on repeat and landing nothing, it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to go find mm-hmm. a different way to level because mm-hmm. that's hard mm-hmm. as shit. Ocean fishing will get you like 10 levels per um, per time that you go out. The ocean fishing, I think, is every other hour. But uh, so I've heard that's chaotic and, and ridiculous and fun. Uh, but, it is. It's a lot uh, of fun. Uh, do you are you going out like are you taking on a quest to get a certain kind of fish and then you go out or is it just those fish grant mad XP? Yeah, the the fish and the the like you're you're chasing a score while okay. you're fishing. The higher the score is, the more XP you get. Yeah. Um, but you also level up as you catch fish, and you just catch fish so often right. that it, it's really easy to level. I mean, you can grind one to one to ninety in a couple of weekends. Just doing ocean fishing, and you know, I, I'm probably gonna try that this week. Then, um, that's just fun. I'm logging into Final Fantasy right now to show you a picture of <laughs> the, my um, okay. fishing hopper. Okay, cool. This, the, this is the level that I don't want. This level of complexity in my fishing game. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Thanks, um, guys. It, it's you were complaining about uh, being simple, not for Final Fantasy 14 specifically, but like when fishing is just too simple. Uh, yes, but I also don't want it to like have the world's most advanced systems either. <laughs> well, it starts it's a out fine okay. line. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a shot eventually in 14. It's just that recently I've been just so deep in the WoW pit. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Oh yeah, you, having you're a lot having of fun a great time WoW. over there, so I don't blame you. Oh. Um. So yeah, and then uh, been leveling. All the crafting and gathering roughly at the same time. It's something that when you're talking to the NPCs that are teaching you stuff, they really say like, hey, you know, you're you're leveling this. This really pairs well with leveling this crafting gathering job. And you do enough of them all around. They basically it's like you should be leveling these all at once uh, if you're going to do this. Like if you're already going to be doing this, if you have like a mad amount of gill, like sure, you can just concentrate on one and just push your way there. But imagine, like, instead of buying all that gear that you need, like, you have a couple other jobs that, you know, can just make the stuff that you need as long as you're leveling alongside it. Um, so it's going slowly, 
but most of them are at uh, roughly level 30. Um, I got a long trip ahead of me, but uh, I'm happy to do it. It's fun. Um, and yeah, so that's what I spent my time on Final Fantasy XIV doing was getting to know the guild and uh, leveling up my crafting and gathering. Uh, and then, then I played uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Which yeah, you did. <laughs> I, I didn't get very far into it. I'll I'll let you all talk about it more uh, since I imagine you y'all played a lot more. But I have to admit, I had to bump it down to narrative, like story mode. I couldn't, I can't hang with that. It's combat. hard. It's a lot. Shit is, is hard. It is difficult. Yeah. Yes, it is. I'm I'm not quite there in my own playthrough because I'm cheesing my way through shit. Right. But like. Yeah, so let me let me, let me tell you. Um, so my, so I have my own save, which I haven't got that into. I've, I've mostly been playing with Stella, mm-hmm. and we got to this. Um, we got we got to the end of Act One Druid Camp Battle thing. Okay, and um, and is such that that end of dru- camp druid battle thing uh is really goddamn hard even with the help they give you of all the explosive barrels and we got to the point of where like i i kind of made an executive decision where if like cuz we got an item earlier in the campaign where if we if we need help we can blow these horns and these ogres will come and fuck up everyone except us mm-hmm. right Mm-hmm. I not really enjoying the D and D ness of this. Took that as how any other video game would function, in which they would come and be your allies, right? Uh-huh. Like they would come. Uh, yeah, they come and be your allies, but they also kill your friends as well. Mm-hmm. They they won't hurt you or the party, so. We um, so we call them in to help us to help us because we're just screwed. Like Shadowheart misses five attacks in a row. Carlock is doing her best, but you know it's only so much. Like we're we're having a time, mm-hmm. right? Well, like we're we're having a hell of a time. And um, what ends up happening is what what ends up happening is like I was like, okay, dude, like we're screwed. There's no way we're and she's the type of person who will save scum those games for combat. I won't. I'll save scum decision making stuff that affects the plot, but I refuse to do it for combat. I'm going until I'm gonna lose, for sure. So I so I blow the horn and the ogres come and they they kick ass. <laughs> right. These these ogres kick so much ass. Uh however uh we so so we go and we you know we kill all the bad guys um however what ends up happening is the ogres start killing everyone in the druid camp besides uh, us so we're like okay ma- I maybe i saved you <laughs> <laughs> we did it patrick the day is saved why aren't the ogres stopping what is, what is going on <laughs> oh so what ends up happening is uh, what what ends up happening is uh, we decide okay maybe if we flee the ogles will be like oh they're leaving we'll 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 go with them um no no no, mm. no they did not 
So what they ended up doing when we came back to the camp the next day was um, they only they didn't kill any of the innocent people. Okay. But uh, they killed the fuck out of uh, the druid you can recruit to your party, Haslin. Mm-hmm. Like, that motherfucker's dead. That dude's dead. Along with every other warrior in their camp. Damn. So, uh, yeah. I'm curious where that's gonna go. Uh, I will say shout-out to Haslin, because he 3v1 those ogres, because they're all dead, too. Okay. So, uh, yeah. No, uh, no more ogres at the camp, but also no more anyone protecting them. Yep. Okay, good luck. Uh, yep. <laughs> I did the hero's uh, duty. On to, on to greener pastures. Yep. Oof. I, I, I mean, at least some of you made it versus the none of you that would have made it prior. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, uh, is that not true? Yeah, technically you're correct, which is the best kind of correct. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so... Yeah, cause you know, so cause like I I remember talking to her and Tori, and they're like, oh yeah, we save some everything, and I'm just like, that is the most unappealing way to play those games to me. Hmm. That just it is like, like at that point, I might as well just go watch someone play it on YouTube. Sure. Uh, um. Also, the more I get, like I I I already thought I was annoyed with the combat right yeah but now i'm extra annoyed with the combat <laughs> because um i just only equip something mo- so i'm running a wizard in my save with her mm-hmm. and um the thing about running a wizard is uh i accidentally equipped him with a wrong piece of gear that he was not provisioned in mm-hmm. That's- welcome to D. yep yep that's fine. And he couldn't do anything, and I realized what the problem is, and I'm like, oh, well, alright, cool, let me just swap it out real quick. And that uses a fucking action. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah, and during I'm combat, like, yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> I hate this so much. This is the dumbest shit. This is so unbelievably dumb. It takes and a few then, seconds to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think and it. then you have shit like Shadowheart being right next to somebody, missing like five attacks in a row, and I'm just like, dude, this is it. It's is... rough. I picked a monk. I have a staff. I got right next to this giant ass dog and swung and missed twice. It's like, oh my god. Um, and it it just makes it so unfun. Like, Aaron, I'm. I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. I want to see how far I can go. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm not far off from throwing that shit on narrative. Yeah. It it's especially because the way I set up my character, I'm getting like plus eight on any persuasion or charisma checks or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So basically I'm hitting every single one of those every time I do them. Gotcha, nice. Yeah. So Yep. I went for a balance build and that was my mistake. Um. Yeah. Um. No, balance does not seem like the key in that game. I mean, I, I I definitely put my most points in charisma. Like, I still I didn't like go straight, you know, across equal or anything like that. That would have been dumb. But um, 
yeah, they were certainly more grouped together. Like I didn't want to feel like I was deficient in any one thing that could be exploited, but same time, uh, failed a charisma check more than once, and I was just like, well, alright, guess we're fighting. And this this that- goblin threw grease and then ignited the grease, and now we're all dead. <laughs> cool. <laughs> any, yeah, any time that that game has combat, I just groan. I just audibly groan. It's fucking... I don't... And then, like, everyone who is super into it is like, well, yeah, that's D&D. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. This is a video game. <laughs> this is a goddamn video game. Make it play like a fucking video game. I, I mean, I, that's not the assignments, though, right? For Baldur's Gate. Yeah, Game I mean, right. like, they are they are making it play like a video game. It's just happening at the front end instead of behind the scenes. So you it's taking are care seeing of all, the, all of the dice rolls and everything. Yeah, it's taking uh, care uh, of all the math you have to do in your head. Yeah. In the yeah. middle of of figuring out, you know, how far you can move, um, like God damn, man, it's oh, it's something. Yeah, it's something. Um, so yeah, that was kind of all right. You know, that 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 was my experience with the like. As for everything else, like yeah, I'm uh, the story's great. I love the decision making. I love that everyone I've talked to about the game has made different choices. Like I fucking mm-hmm. persuaded my ass through that camp. That goblin camp, those motherfuckers loved me. Uh, I and I, yeah. So, I'm like, I'm I'm playing a drow, and I just walk right in. They're just like, "Hey, what's up?" And I'm like, "Hey, and that's it," and just walk in. Well, that's nice. Yeah. They don't take kindly to half drow elves, then. Damn. Yeah they they did not give a flying shit about my dwarven ass. <laughs> um. So. Okay. Take that how you will, or my human ass when I was playing my human. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Oh man, Baldur's Gate three. It's a cool thing. Yeah, it's it, it is it is a it is a neat neat game. Yeah, I'm really enjoying um, it. Everything nice. about it, I am enjoying. Including the combat. Including the combat. Oh, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> um, it's so good. It's such a good game. That's, I, everything but the combat's great. <laughs> they they understood the assignment, you know. Mm-hmm. They're doing they, it. They did, and apparently, I will never want to play Dungeons and Dragons. Probably not. Never. The role playing so. is so much fun, uh, but yeah, the yes, combat and that, and that's the yeah, and that's the part of like the the campaign I'm enjoying is like yes, I love you know, talking with the characters. It's like yeah, that part is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's the it's the part where it's just like Shadowheart, someone who is you know pretty good with a melee weapon, is a foot away from this person and misses five turns in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. feels yeah. good. Yeah. Yep. Don't so level. Even then. Yeah, like it's just yeah that shit's annoying. Um, so I, know. I moved on from that though. Mm-hmm. Because goddamn. Uh oh, bomb rush cyberpunk. Yeah, did you buy that? Yeah. I did. Yeah, I absolutely did. I played it, and I'm still I'm still in the early stages, of course. But uh, hey, that's a good jet set radio game. Is it? Does it? Does it control good? Does it feel good? It feels good. Feels really good. Uh, 
the you know the the trick system is similar to jet set radio so you're not doing a full like there's not a full trick system or anything it's very simplified um but it Mm. means you can concentrate on you know doing your combos and and wall riding and manualing around and hitting tags and uh they made great you know looking characters it's a fun world uh that i want to learn more about uh does not take itself seriously uh I, I love it. The music is fantastic. The art style's cool. Um, I can't wait to play more. There's really not a whole lot to talk about. It's it, it's a game that knows it's just trying to be a Jet Set Radio spiritual successor, and they're going to make it, and they're doing it, and I'm having lots of fun. What a what a fun little game. Um, so, yeah. Oh, nice. In and out. <laughs> um, and then uh, something happened to me where my friends started talking to me about Armored Core 6. And I said, that game looks cool. It doesn't seem like it's for me. And he said, well, my friend told me about it like this. And we were talking about it. I was talking, like, yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Uh, and then he linked me the live stream. They did a, a little gameplay live stream a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, showed off some missions. Showed off uh, PvP. They got people who were part of the staff of a... Yeah, well-known Armored Core forum, I guess, called Armored Core Legacy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, which oof. is not around anymore. But, yep. um, but like they're just well-known and well-respected people in the community. And they, Bandai Namco brought them on to not only have them test the game out and stuff, but also to uh, be the ones who play it and guide people through uh, on this show, which I think is really cool. And then look at the game itself; it looks fun. And the stream ended, and I said, wonder if I could play Armored Core 1. What's that like? And so, an emulator. Uh, you can play the, the actual game itself through archive.org, uh, but it means you have to play oh. it through, like, PC controls. It's, so you're trying to, like, do the controls on your keyboard. It's like, this is bad. Um, so yeah, I, it doesn't sound good. It's not good. It's not. Uh, yeah. So I... Which, you know, because I found out later, I got the game, I started playing, and that game already has obtuse controls. So to complicate matters further is ridiculous. Um, so I was playing it, and, like, why... this? I understand this is PlayStation 1, they don't have analog sticks yet, but it's like, okay, uh, turning left and right, you use left and right. To strafe left and right, you have to use uh, L1, R1, and to look up, you use L2, and to look down is R2. And it is the most wild thing. Uh, but, and they have, it has a target that's just like a, a square. And you kind of have to look around and get your enemy within that square, uh, within a certain distance for things to lock on so you can shoot them. Uh, which, like, proves to be annoying at first, but you play mm-hmm. more and more and you start to get it. And I started getting it. I was like, oh. Oh okay. Oh, this is this is fun. What? And like, I am, I'm having trouble with the the PlayStation One emulator. Does not uh, is not saving. Like when I try to save the game, it freezes. Uh, oh. So I got to figure out what's going on with that. Otherwise, I have to beat Armored Core in one sitting. Uh, which what uh, what emulator are you using? Uh, uh, PCSX. I would I would recommend swapping over to Duck Station, but oh, okay, it's worth a shot. Like I'll take yeah. it. 
because uh, the little I've played, I played a few missions, and that game, being a PlayStation One game, holds up. Like there's, you're not seeing a whole lot. Like it's not trying to be this this technical masterpiece or anything, but it it's something that as as I jump forward, you know, it, it's they it knew what it wanted to be from the get go. Uh, it was a cool like they just got this these like five minute at most missions and then you come back and it's like all right we're gonna send you some mail about what uh what's been going on and what your missions are and here's a little bit about the world and it just kind of drip feeds it to you and then they have their shop where they have this amazing customization you know so uh you can play the way you want to and it was just so damn good uh so i then got the ps2 emulator and i got armor core 2 uh Played that for a little bit. That was fine. Uh, it seems like a decent... They were trying to just learn to adapt Armored Core 2 to uh, the PS2 era, and I think they did a, a fairly good job of that. And then I went to Armored Core 3, and Armored Core 3 rocks. That game is really good. Um, I'm going to play more of that. And But all of these use the old control style, which newer mm-hmm. Armored Cores do not do. So I had to get a uh, check out a newer one to see. And so I got what everyone suggests is the best one, which is Armored Core for answer. Um, and I've been playing that. And that's the first from software game that was uh, the game director was uh, Mr. Dark Souls guy. Um, Mr. Dark Souls. Guy. I, don't, I don't remember his name. Uh, and so on. That's but that's him. Mr. Souls. Um, but that was the first one he directed. And I'm having a great time. So what they do is they get rid of the square. Um, you can have it like auto lock on. Uh, I haven't tried it manual yet, uh, but uh, they they do that and then they uh, have you dashing and you're just moving quickly and it feels so good. Uh, as the games go on, like there's more customization options and there's a lot to consider when you're customizing. Uh, so you have a lot of fun there. It's not very souls-esque it's very much like you know you can you can get in debt uh you know if you're failing your missions uh but otherwise like you fail a mission it's like all right start again let's go you got it and you can just keep going i think that's the you made a comment about it like not being a souls like game yep and i think that's probably what i am most excited to see on the internet is everybody going into this thinking it's mecha dark souls yep they are going to be real disappointed. They are going to be disappointed. Not only are they, they're not like, there's already like the not soulsness of Armored Core, but mm-hmm. uh, Armored Core 6 is actually straying from other Armored Cores in that uh, not only are there checkpoints now within these missions, but you can, in the middle of a mission, or maybe after a game over only, I don't know, uh, after failing a mission, but you can. Uh, make a new mech and go in with that mech in the oh. middle of a mission uh which is so wild. if you're not working out with what you've got now yeah. interesting yeah uh so th- th- I, I this this is a really good developer so i assume they're doing this for a good reason mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. this game is not uh easy in the sense that like it's it's its own game you have to learn how it controls and how its missions work and how these enemies work uh but i feel like the barrier to entry is lower than like say a fighting game or a dark souls game uh to figure that out and once you figure that out there's so much customizing you can do to play the way you want to play and look how you want to look um it's 
I'm, I'm so now uh, within the matter of days, I am playing Armored Core and play, jumping between three and four answer. And I'm going to be playing six day one. So nice. look forward to that. <laughs> I'm really, really excited for Armored Core six. Yep. I have been asking for a new Armored Core game, not like as vocally as like a Final Fantasy Tactics remaster. Right. But like, yeah, for years. Um, it's like right up there with uh, like a new Tenchu, right? From sure being made back from. Um, and I'm excited for it. Yep, can't wait to play it. Yep, it seems to be its own thing. It wants to continue to be its own thing, and uh, it's it's man, I'm bummed I did not know about Armored Core sooner. I knew it existed, but right. I always just assumed it was going to be like obtuse controls and not feel good. Um, and it, it just it just feels good. Uh, th- there was even a moment where, like, I found out there's a generational divide between the Armored Core community, and I likened it to uh, fighting game controls. You know, people are talking about removing mm-hmm. the execution aspect, and like the newer Armored Cores get rid of that square, uh, you know, thing that you have to manage to try and get your shots off, and instead, you know, have an auto lock on. And like there's controversy with that where like the struggle of learning that mechanic is fun. And I understand it could lower the barrier to entry to people, but it removes an element of fun for the people that are like the diehards. Um, And there's that that made me think about the fighting game execution bit in a sort of new light from that sense. Like, yeah, I don't know. it's interesting and yeah there's a whole community of armored core fans that this is just what they they like this is what they like talking about and in a similar vein and i'm excited to uh get to dive deeper into it uh okay by the way comment in the chat uh what up legends what up dude yo hey how you doing i'm um, glad to have you here and uh see was that everything baldur's gate Bomber Cyberfunk. Oh, uh, I didn't get to play a whole lot, but I did get to check out Exo Primal's Alpha Variant suits. Hmm. Um, All right. Which the and? the I, man, I think what they're doing is cool. Uh, so the they've added an Alpha Variant for each suit, and most of them, uh, the philosophy is, what if we did this but shotguns? Um, so it's a lot of shotgun based uh changes i thought dead eyes change was interesting in that it they change it to a shotgun but if you aim the gun it turns into a battle rifle uh so three shot bursts. awesome yeah All yes right. so you can so you essentially have two weapons like just in regular shooting um really really cool uh you know zephyr got uh his little throwing you know disc kind of like a dancer in Final fantasy 14 you just throw those out and they come back and um Nimbus is dual wielding little shotguns. Uh, uh, what's his name? Barrage, your demo man in this game, uh, gets a more uh, straight line explosive now instead of tossing the little grenade, and uh, and you can charge it to have this massive explosion, uh, which is a lot of fun. So they're doing good, good fun stuff. Uh, they just different ways of playing these these characters, and now it all of a sudden it feels. Like they've added uh, different modules now. They've added additional modules to some specific to that variant and some just general. 
So and but keeping the three slots for modules. So now you really have to start making decisions about what you want to do because you have options. Um, very curious how the meta is going to work out. Uh, they got you know new skins for all those alpha variants. So a whole bunch of different looking uh, things that look really cool. And uh, man, they they are they are kicking ass with that game. Exoprimal is doing really well. And I'm really happy for them. I just hope it keeps on chugging. Uh, you do have to to unlock an alpha variant. You do have to get uh, one of the suits to level 20 to even unlock the ability to buy it. I think uh, I have Deadeye around that mark. So you, you if, know, if you've been good. playing one one uh, exosuit, you probably by at this point have access to it. And then the other thing is, once you unlock it, then you have to pay uh, fifteen thousand in money, which is not a lot. Like, you have to play, uh, you know, I don't know, three, four, or five matches. But you can, you can, if you just save up for those matches, like one day, one afternoon, uh, you can buy it. So, and it gives you a reason. It give, gives people a reason to keep playing because now they have ten suits that are not unlocked, uh, and you get those to twenty gives you something to work towards and then there's all the cosmetics that come with those suits and the modules uh and then you have uh all this money that you've been spent saving up uh because they don't do repeats on your loot chests uh and now you have a place to spend them which is 15,000 for each new alpha suit um god i'm i'm so i i love what exoprimal's doing and they've got beta variant suits coming which i don't even know what that means like did, are they is that going to rely on getting the main suit to another higher level or do we have to max out the va- the alpha variant suits um they may have answered that in an interview i don't know but yeah exoprimal is fantastic i'm i am swimming in good games that are coming out in in recent weeks and months and i'm so happy <laughs> i mean hey man that's what it's all about right that's what it's all about i'm drowning in good video games and i could not be happier so yeah that's it for me it's a good time good time to be playing video games right now oh no kidding uh all right well uh did we get any other anyone put anything else into oh uh you put anything else in or who uh what about you ninja you Baldur's Gate, Final Fantasy, anything else? I uh, finished Final Fantasy 1 right after the podcast last week. Right, I, I forgot you were doing Yeah. Yeah. Well, Are I'm you like, on I the 2 know. now? Are you going at all? Yeah, I'm in the middle of 2. Um, it took 10 hours to beat Final Fantasy 1, and that's because 5 hours, I was trying to get all the achievements, and I spent 5 fucking hours trying to get the Warmech to spawn on the bridge, the last second to last dungeon. Um, you just walk up and down the bridge waiting for this thing to spawn. It has a chance of spawning, uh, I think it's 3 out of 64. So 3 out of 64 um, is the fraction. So it's like a 0.4% chance or something like that um, to spawn. And you just, I sat there for five hours just going up and down while I was watching something, trying to, to fight the thing. Uh, eventually got it and then was like okay I can I can finish this game and move on I had gone from level um, you're supposed, the recommended level to beat the game is 50 I started uh, that trial at like 33 and by the time I was done I was at 86 um, so I cruised through the rest of the game and then started playing Final Fantasy 2 which has that weird leveling system 
or there's not really a leveling system. Instead, it, it levels your abilities based off of what you use. So if you are attacking with characters a lot, it'll level up whatever weapon they're attacking with. Or if you're using magic a lot, it'll level up that character's magic affinity. Or um, it'll level up the spells that you use. If you're using spells a lot, if you're getting hit a lot, it levels up your defense or your dodge. Um, it's a really weird leveling system that's easy to take advantage of. I spent like 20 minutes just attacking myself and healing myself outside of the first town. And suddenly I can kill everything in one shot. Huh. Um so, yeah, it, it's really easy to exploit and just, like, run through, uh, which is weird. Interesting. That, sound, that sounds, yeah. like, fun, actually. Yeah, it is. It is kind of fun. And, like, the when you're looking from, like, Final Fantasy 1, which doesn't have much of a plot, like, go fight Garland. Save mm-hmm. the princess. Uh, reignite the crystals. Go fight Chaos. Okay, well, that was the whole plot. <laughs> uh final fantasy 2 suddenly like it just starts off with like a cutscene, and i'm like oh, okay we're actually getting story in this one right. um so it, it's interesting to see like that change in another like nes game um but it so far it's fun i mean it's it's an interesting take on a turn-based jrpg right yeah and other than that uh more Baldur's gate 3 yes and that's of course. about all i've all i've played so ninja i i just saw your uh toolbar here for fisher yeah fishing in final fantasy 14 i think Uh this is more Uh abilities than i have on my capped red mage that is uh two more abilities than i have on my samurai that is wild jesus fucking christ what okay Uh, so there's like mooching there's like double mooching there's hooking there's double hooking there's um like the if you want to start getting collectibles you hit the collectible button if you want to do spear fishing there's abilities for spear fishing and so on and so forth there's a lot <laughs> like like all final fantasy jobs i'm approaching level 50 and i feel like i haven't actually started the job yet <laughs> yeah looking at this and a, a number of those are unlocked through the job quests sure uh, which if you have the money for i would highly recommend just like finding out what fish you need and then just go buying it on the market board because like <sighs> fuck yeah. trying to catch that i wish i had the money that's that's part of the reason i'm pushing for all these crafting gathering jobs is to finally have some income mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm at i'm at below five hundred thousand now it's like shit all right yep, that's um, it for me though all right um well other than Baldur's gate 3 i got really back into wow extensively this week even more than normal hmm um that's a just lot then. because yeah uh last yesterday when i had free time i went fucking ham on uh doing um on doing um uh mythic plus and i went from and i'm like 32 points away from keystone master i'm like so goddamn close um so here's hoping that you know I can get that done soon and then I'll be pretty much done for the season. Yeah. At that point it's 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 time to work on alts and hang out, you know. Right, right. So, um and then I'm actually getting into the more casual side of that game as well. Oh nice. Which is which, you know, that's hence the fishing stream and whatnot. Yeah. I know, so Cool. So it's yeah. awesome. Uh yeah, and then 
yeah, just continuing to enjoy, but be very frustrated with uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Yep. <laughs> All right. Man, awesome. So... All right. Uh, what about you, Em? You, pl- you do anything? I didn't have time. I've been working so much that I'm just like, ah. Uh. Okay. Damn. Oh, I know. I know sad. that feeling. It sucks. It sucks. It's, it's, it's a bad one. Hmm. All right. Well. All right. Well, I wish I think, you. I, I wish that... you luck with this this coming week. Then. Thanks. It's gonna be rough because I finished my move today. Like literally right after. Finally. This, all I'm right. Finishing my move. Yeah. All right. Damn. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, I think that's it for us. I think that's a show. Yeah. Pretty right. sure. Awesome. Uh thank you guys for listening and watching. Uh be sure to to catch us on YouTube and your favorite podcast service. Um we're streaming on Twitch and Kick. What are we doing this Tuesday? Um I don't know, just generic MMO stuff on um MMO day. We're just we're just going to make it MMO yeah. day. Yeah, just MMO day and hanging out. That's that sounds it. that sounds fun. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. I'll gotta, try and get Anthony involved. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if we can get him in for at least the first half. Uh, yeah, you so. know. Yeah, be like you, you, you were gonna heal these keys, son. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. All right. Um, well, fantastic. And then uh, Dark Souls. We're going back to Dark Souls this week, correct? Yep. Dark Souls on Thursday. Yay, yes. Dark Souls. Who doesn't love Dark Souls? Who doesn't love Dark Souls? <laughs> A lot of people. I, I, a lot of people don't like uh, those people those people are wrong i don't have a mirror so i don't see anyone i don't know well so um yeah uh I, we're gonna try and get some uh the first episodes of from last stream the because we intend to try and release these on youtube uh so we're gonna try and get that started this week yeah um, at least that's the plan i don't know we'll see what happens but uh yeah and uh to keep up to date on what we're doing you should join our discord uh, a link to Discord which is on our Twitch. Is it on our Kick? What? Are, uh, yes, yes, yeah. it is. Okay. Uh, so yeah, be sure to to check us out there. Join us. Uh, yep. Otherwise, I think that's a show. Uh, thank Bye, you all. Play video games. They're fun. They are fun. They're pretty rad. They're pretty rad. <laughs>